Yowza, yowza, yowza. Hi, everybody. My name is Chris Kiefer. And guess what? To my right is... The better half of the Kiefers, some would say. I'm not arguing that. This is Coffee with the Kiefers. We don't have a cool intro. Maybe I should have Swiss Core do an intro for this. Well, that'd be fun. What I do totally you think? I forgot about that. <sighs> I just see Every time I'm with. so busy doing other shit that I forget about Coffee with the Kiefers. I always say I want to do this once a month. I like talking about other shit besides dirt bikes. I'm trying to get you more involved. You're an aggressive person, but you're kind of shy <laughs> when it comes to things. So. Aggressive I, shy, is that a thing? Yes. Okay. It's like slim thick, and I should turn my volume down because Paul Parabinos just texted us. Oh, Paul Papa Wheelie. So this is Coffee with the Kiefers, and no, we don't have any advertisements because, frankly, I've had a couple people reach out to me, but no one that actually truly wants to get on, you know, on board. They're like, hey, you know, him and Han, but they don't want in because they maybe don't want to be in because they're scared because we talk about sex and crap. Maybe they're worried about their brand. Or I say too many F-bombs. Or we cuss a lot. So if you have kids in the car, this isn't the right show for them to be around. So, I mean, our Unless kid, you're that type of parent, I mean, because there are those I mean, out there. If you there. don't mind F-bombs and some sexual content, that's fine. It's your call. Our kid isn't in the studio right now. He is playing... Fortnite. And FaceTime with the person the, he's playing Fortnite we're with. We're talk about that <laughs> in a minute because this quarantine thing... <laughs> Is, is a whole subject around these parts. I'm not as gnarly as you are. We're going to talk about that. Why? But basically, so if you want to be an advertiser, I'm trying to get some stuff out here, babe. Yep. Hook us up. Hit me up, Chris at KieferInkTesting and dot com, right? Chris at KieferInkTesting dot com. That's it. That's my email. Hello. I did a show earlier, so I'm a little bit tired, but... We're we here. also went and cycled 30 miles with Travis Preston and his girlfriend, Allie. Yep, that's just normal shit. I know, but... What we don't take pictures of, so it must have not happened. We weren't quarantining, and we weren't well, social no, distancing like the thing either. The thing to do is you have to take a picture of you cycling or a picture of your computer or a picture of some shit. Too bad but... you didn't have a picture of me crashing today because that stupid idiot. I did. I yelled at a person in the car for you. I stuck <sighs> up for you. You did stick up for me. We can tell about that story, too, oh, okay. real quick. So we went cycling today. Heather was trying to... Actually, a, a guy pulled up. We're, the, well, wait, hold on. We're not even sure if it was male or female because well, the I windows could, was, were so tinted. Yeah, so Heather pulled up by the sidewalk. She was going to go across. This guy pulled on the stop sign and then couldn't make up his mind to stop or go, stop or go. He just stopped, and Heather couldn't get unclipped, and she fell over. So I, I fucking yelled at the guy. I go, it's your fault. I go, that's your fault. I go, you just get up there, stop, and go. We waited. You sat there. People need to make their mind up. Just go. There was no cars coming. <sighs> anyway. So this is Coffee with the Kiefers, in case you guys don't know. We're going to ramble on about a bunch of shit mm-hmm. the past month or so. This is episode three. Is it? It's three. only three? Yeah. Didn't we do one in April already? Or was that March? Uh, well, we're getting ready to go May right now, babe. So what so is this? So this will get released right about end of this week or May. Oh, so this is like my birthday episode? So birthday Heather's month. birthday is May 11th. Yep. She's going to be 46. Fuck you. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> She's going to be 37. Am yes. I? Yes. So sexual prime has passed, people. <laughs> for those of you guys wondering when the sexual prime is, it's between 30 to 35. I've been past that for a couple years, and now we have menopause to look forward to. 
Oh my! I'm gonna drop the mic and walk out. You'll be doing coffee. This with, it's gonna be out. coffee with the kefir because this I'm gonna leave. Doesn't start now. And well. I'm taking my dog with me. Oh, poor Oreo! Can we talk about Oreo for a second before we get into this? Because he's the only one in this house that truly just loves me All right, unconditionally. Guys, so let, let's paint this picture. Here's what's going on at the household right now. As you guys know, if you have kids, your kids are home. They're home learning. Is that what it's called, babe? Anyway, in-home learning. I wouldn't even call it in-home. I've become the teacher. Distant learning. I've become the teacher most of the times. Because I went back to work on the DL. Heather can't handle it anymore. She went back to work. I'm breaking laws. I'm on the DL. So just keep it. Okay, sorry. Anyway, she went back to work. I have my office at my house, studio at my house. So Aiden needs help from time to time, time to time with things. Time to nine, huh? And... He is, as you guys know, if you have kids, I have a 14-year-old son, he needs to be wrangled in. You know, he's, he's a mouth breather. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys see what I do to my kid. <laughs> Listen, he does not have a problem with sleeping. He's he not just, narcolepsy or anything like he that. He just only gets recorded when he's sleeping. Right. That's so it. I just think. Morning and evening and after the thing that we have around the house. He's a mouth breather. That's what I call him. <laughs> because you know how your kid's head's up his ass all the time and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with my kid? Like... Why didn't you just figure that out? Like I told you to do something and you're something is wrong with you. So I call him a mouth breather like eh, eh. so when I see his mouth open and he sleeps, it makes me laugh. So I want to immediately take a video of it mm-hmm. as any good parent would do. I mean, totally. I mean, I could stick a raw egg in his what, mouth what like some people told me to do. Your dad would have done if social media was around 100 years ago because you are 105. My it, dad wouldn't have did it. No, no, he wouldn't. He was not that type. My dad had been like, it's. Bunch of bullshit. Listen, Chris found a video on TikTok. No, he does not have a TikTok. But he found a video of somebody sleeping. And they go and they slide a raw egg into the person's mouth because they're sleeping with their mouth open. And I want to like, do it. I told you. You do it. You're cleaning the throw up because I'm done. Anyway, what's going on at the Kiefer household, okay? <sighs> a- Besides work. Heather's back to work. She, she uh... Two weeks she was off, right? Two weeks? Three. Three weeks. Uh, Heather's self-employed. I'm self-employed. So now we have Aiden home. So I'm kind of bouncing around between trying to test. There's no tracks to ride. I'm running from the house. It is now dry and hot as balls in Southern California. So it is actually busier now. And you could email Heather or I and tell us how busy you are. I feel like I am busier now with this COVID bullshit going on than I've ever have been. Like, I had a schedule, I was calm, I did my stuff, I did my work, I went to the tracks, I rode. It's all over the place. We're all and over. And now I have to, like everyone else, and I'm not, I'm trying not to bitch and moan, because I know some people are actually sick, and they're, they're dying from this. But, it's really, I feel like, it might be overboard a little bit. Listen. If you're, if you're ill, you're elderly, you're all these things that they say, this is what you're getting, Okay. Just stay home. I'm not around anybody. You're scared that I might give it to you. Stay home. Just stay home. I'm not going to be out breathing on you. I just want to go to my track. I want to type about dirt bikes. I want to ride dirt bikes. And I want to talk about dirt bikes. Don't. If you're worried about getting sick, don't come to the van. Don't come over here. Don't come over here. Well, they shouldn't be out if they're worried about I'm being just saying, sick. I know some people are more responsible than others, but I'm just think it's it's now it's time to let's get back to, you know it's hot, 
Let's get back to let's get back to it, America. Yes. Well, some states aren't as bad as ours. Like I don't here in California. This is a political show. We have to wear masks. We cannot go anywhere without wearing a, a face covering. It's ridiculous. And, the, and at the beginning of this, they told us that that doesn't do anything. They don't do anything and unless you're wearing it, an N95 wear mask. So Aiden is home for the eighth time. I've said this, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm helping him do work. So I'm busier now than ever. Heather's back to work, and. I feel like the the Supercross starting and all these things that are supposed to start in May, I don't know if it's going to happen, honestly. Sounds like kind of a pipe dream to me. And if that's the case and MLB is going to start in Arizona, it's going to be very tough for us, measly Supercross people, failed, because we are small scale compared to the other sports, that we're, this is going to actually happen. Yeah, so, but they can't play baseball at the Cardinal Stadium. No, but they they want to put all the teams in Arizona, so maybe that is going to be one of the options. Okay, so they have 30-some teams, right? And they all want them to play in Arizona, so do the math. We have to go somewhere. Okay, well. So. All the writers have trailers. They can all sleep in their trailer. I'm just trying to. I'm sure your families are a little bit, I don't want to say, maybe you're not running on the same uh parameters that you used to have before the quarantine like maybe things are a little bit different and that's okay we're here to tell you that is fine and while i love my wife and my kid at times like anyone else you need I mean, a break let's, let's let's paint this picture people you married your wife or or your husband if you're listening to this because you can stand them the most that's basically <laughs> what it is like i've been with you long enough i can i can stand you those should have been our wedding vows can you stand heather <laughs> I can stand you like that's why I'm marrying you like I feel like I want to hang out with you the most and you you don't annoy annoy me as other people can do I annoy you though yes and you do and now now that we're tied together you annoy me more at certain things here's a couple things I just I'm gonna drop on you that you didn't even know I was gonna talk about and we we script this a little bit with this show we have some notes at least I do I don't know what Heather does but I'm gonna drop some some sneaky ones on you do it the house cleaning i clean the house all the time i do a lot of yard work heather i just feel like you don't appreciate Uh. how much effort i put into our home while i'm grinding away working (laughs) still and you come home to a, a vacuumed house a dusted house a mowed lawn, our weeds are gone-ish. <laughs> <laughs> and our son has been properly educated by me, Teacher Kiefer. <laughs> I just feel like I'm unappreciated at times. Oh, How man. How much of a man... I, I, wait, how much of these non-manly things that I'm doing While you, while you decided you didn't want to be here anymore and you wanted to go back to work. (laughs) Can we talk about that? How do you feel about that? This is a show. You have to talk. No one sees you. You act like I don't do anything, anything. Um, I trimmed all the bushes. You did make a bouquet for our kitchen table. I'm not talking about the roses. I'm talking about the stupid bushes with the 
Okay, so yeah, but I'm just telling. I'm not debating. Listen, people. Uh, yesterday he got up to go mountain biking on a three-hour tour, and I cleaned all three of our bathrooms, two of which our son has just pissed and shit all over the toilets. And shit on the toilet? Well, there wasn't shit, but you know how there's like nasty pee stains. It's like did your teenage son just have a, an Asiatic wiener? Because I know where to point my dick when I'm pissing. It's usually in the in the in the water, right? But for some weird reason, when you have a teenage boy. Piss goes everywhere, and I'm thinking, what in the hell? Are you pissing with the heart on? Is the is the dick moving around, bouncing around? Because there seems like none of it gets in the toilet. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. So I cleaned all three bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I also did all 852 loads of his laundry because, oh, like you, he wears something for 2.5 seconds, and then it's in the hamper mm. and jackets. Listen. He thinks that you wear this a jacket. Is a show about complaining the whole time. <laughs> it's quarantines. What you do? This is what happens. This is a quarantine episode. He, he he wears his jacket once, and he thinks that it needs to be washed. It's a jacket. Look at what I what we're trying to tell you is. I appreciate the shit that you do. Yes, I do. But I also get off work and come home and go straight to the kitchen and cook you food because I get if this. You could I haven't eaten all day. I had to make a sandwich. Listen. If you could switch one chore, like things that I do versus things that you do, what would you trade me with? What would I trade? Like, what would you want me to do for you? The fucking dishes. Aiden does that. And he does a horrible job at it. Okay, something that you personally that you know I would do. Laundry. Okay, so what would you... Would you trade me laundry? I'll trade laundry for bike work and bike washing. Thank you. Weeds. Fine. I'll hula ho all day. Yeah, right. I'll put a bikini on and I'll go hula ho the shit out of those weeds. Why does that have to be a bikini? Because I'm going to get my tan on too. I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. So anyway, the whole point is if you're annoyed by your spouse, that's normal. Mm -hmm. It is. It's okay. It doesn't mean you need to get a divorce. Listen, no. (laughs) Because apparently a lot of divorces are going to happen. Who says that? The numbers again? This magical number guy that does all these fucked up numbers that we've been seeing? (laughs) No, no. Just when I talk to like the girls that I do that or dispatch the calls that they get. Right. Wh- right. And, and honestly, the women are beating up the men more. I believe that. <laughs> it's flipping. You're gnarly, dude. But I would never beat you up. But I feel like... It, you, <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you verbally abuse me more than you would physically abuse me. <laughs> it'd be like... I feel like you'd chop me down like It'd be tree. like, oh, this is 40. I'd feed you a cupcake that's poisoned. I'd watch you slowly die. Very slowly. I'd love you. Watch me die. (laughs) And then I'd be so weak and feeble that you just want to take care of me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So we have some notes here that we're going to rip off. I thought we were going to talk about Oreo. I'm trying to get there. (laughs) Can we we let's paint this picture. It's a couple Fridays ago. We're like the third weekend that I've been home and it's been raining and it has not stopped raining. It's been great. It was a great time in my life. This day was horrible. It was a horrible day. Look. As you guys know, Southern California, we got hit by some rain. It's great. No one was complaining about the tracks not being open because everyone's out in the hills making tracks, doing shit. Well, now everyone's freaking out. Tracks are reopening now, but now it's dry in Southern California. Unlike if you're on the East Coast where you get moisture more than us. So when it rains out here, it's a spectacle. Yes. Especially in the desert for me. Like, I am hyped up. I don't come home. I'm gone. I don't want to come home and do my actual work. I just want to ride, right? But I can't. Right. So... 
It had been raining all it's been day. raining off and on, off and on for almost all week. And I was like, hey, there's a break in the rain. Let's go out to this track where I grew up riding, which I, I call the Glass Factory. Well, hold on. Let's go back to that. Back back before we left to go ride. Because we couldn't go riding. We were waiting for that break. And Vaj was supposed to go with us. And so Chris sent him home. We'll go later. My buddy Matt. Sorry. We'll go home. Li- we'll go later. So he leaves. And what does Chris say? Man, I just, I just feel like we need to like, Clean the house. And I like looked at him like, what the fuck? Clean the house. I threw my phone. Literally like five-year-old temper tantrum. Yeah, why? Because it's all I do. Cook, clean, laundry. I clean more than you. Oh, but. Here's the thing. You vacuum. Yes, you vacuum. You're like the one man that likes to vacuum. Because you find it. I think more men like to vacuum and Therapeutic. It is. I bet you if you ask men those two things, if they weren't worried about being manly with the vacuum, like I don't care. I'll vacuum with Crocs. I don't give a shit. Vacuuming is great. You I'd can rather see move my lawn. progress. But I've, you can see your progress in the lawn. I do that too, and that's just as therapeutic. I like mowing the lawn. Okay, well. So anyway, Heather got pissed off because she had to do a little bit of work. I, I, I feel like, and this is what I teach my son, I work my ass off. Heather works her ass off. Yeah, we're not rich, but what we have, I like to keep clean. No, our house isn't that special. But I like to walk into a clean house that makes me relaxed. Which is and then, fine. And I wasn't relaxed. I felt like if I was going to go riding, I was going to have a little angst inside me because I knew I'd come home to a shitty looking house because shit's everywhere. As you know, you have kids. Things get jacked up. You know, me and you Listen, kick off our you're shoes. making it sound like, like we've got just shit scattered everywhere. There's maybe like five pairs of shoes it's out annoying. by the door. I have my little quirks like. I, I understand I, that. I want some shit clean. So, I just yeah. want to go shopping, okay? So Heather got a little mad. I we lost my to go shit. Riding. We went riding. It was raining. We had some... It was great dirt. I had Aiden ride a little bit. I kind of hung out with Heather. That's another thing I want to talk about, too, about Aiden riding and me kind of mellowing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had we brought Oreo. Oreo is our dog. We've had him for several years. He's a good dog. And he's... he's uh, what kind of dog is he, babe? He's like part cattle dog, I think part. So yeah, he's pit. not. He doesn't roam off. Like he's very good at following us. We have the jeep. We go do something. He just follows the jeep. He's very good at that. So I'm not worried about him leaving. Well, it was raining, so we put him in the van. The back of the van was open. Everything was closed. We went out maybe a half a mile down the the desert area. We're doing some jumps, just messing around with Aiden and Matt. And then we had Heather asked Aiden, "Can you go check on Oreo?" So Oreo, make sure he's in the van. Aiden went. He came back. Said, "Yep, he's there." Okay, we continued on our do, you know, doing our thing. We saw a storm coming in. It looked like it was going to be pissing here pretty soon because oh, yeah. we could feel it, we could smell it. We're like, oh shit, let's get back to the van. Well, I told Heather, I go, I just want to do a couple more laps at this track. And as a half a lap in, I see Heather flailing, arms going <laughs> ape shit. I'm thinking. Oh, she's she's trying to pump me up, make me go faster. Well, the the track came back around itself again, and she's freaking out. So I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't look right. So I come over there. Oreo's gone. Oreo's gone. She's freaking out. I'm like, what in the fuck? I can't even get my bearings. I'm like, she's like, Oreo's gone. She's freaking out. She starts down the desert. I look over at my 14-year-old child on his YZ125. He's kind of <laughs> freaking out. He he starts his bike. Oreo, he's screaming Oreo's name while he's revving the shit out of his bike. And I'm like, what the 
fuck is going on? Meanwhile, I told I'm just sh- running. I told Aiden to shut his bike off. Oreo's not going to hear him say anything because he's got his bike up at 11,500 RPM. <laughs> Calm that situation down. I literally rode 300 yards it was farther than up that. the desert. I go, I just did this. Oreo. And he, he just looks at me. He's about 50 yards from me. He looks at me, starts walking over. Heather is going through the desert like a madwoman on crack. <laughs> like she just went on a fucking two-day bender, and she's looking for more crack because she's so jacked up. And she's just screaming Oreo like an Oreo is a drug. If Oreo was a drug, she's fiending for this drug, right? So I am like, I, know, I, no yell, ac- I yell across the desert. I go, I got him. I got him. And she's like, ah, what? What? <laughs> She's freaking out, and I'm like, I have Oreo. It turned out to be this big ordeal. The dog. Was- I-, I saw the dog, and it was like slow motion, like end of the movie, running to each other. Listen, dun, Oreo dun, is dun, 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 dun. Oreo is a very sweet dog, and he doesn't know not to talk to strangers. And there's a lot of homeless people that live just right over the ridge from where we were. There's a homeless encampment. And they were hanging yeah, out. Yeah, guess what? My 14-year-old son went to go look for the dog after <laughs> he went he to go find more crack. Homeboy went out to the transient area and was like, ah, is my dog in there? He's revving his engine. Is my dog in there? And I'm like, oh, boy. Aiden's going to get raped by some dude in the desert. Oreo's so I had to pull gone. him out of the area. Matt threw his helmet across this. <laughs> anyway, that's quarantine life. And that is normal. So we're here to tell you sometimes shit is going to go south. Ugh. And that is just fine. It's okay. Get through it like I did. It was good. I spiked out a little bit. Uh huh. And then everybody calmed down. You had your dog back. Everything is fine. It was great. And then we came home. And then Aiden fell asleep. And then lied about falling asleep. And then that started a whole other shit show. So that Friday was not a good day. For you people out there dealing with this, it's a normal thing with families. Try to get as much time in with your family. I know it's a headache at times, but I'm telling you, these times that you share with your family and these hardships that you get from time to time will be something that you could look back on and laugh oh yeah like at the time it wasn't funny do you think aiden's gonna like tell this dog story to like his yeah, kids of course i mean even our friends love the dog story oh travis loves it so it's it's a it's a it's kind of a weird time but also sometimes that your kids and yourself is going to remember and you're going to look back on it and be like man after all is said and done we got to spend a lot more time together than we would have if it was just normal yes and Here's another silver line to this. Not every day of your life is going to be the same. Nope. There's going to be ups and downs and mm-hmm. peaks and valleys and things that you have to get through to make your life better or improve and maybe change your life. Maybe things that you adopt in this quarantine will remain the same within your family. That is all part of growing. Yep. So that is all a normal thing. What? What I do feel like is tough now that these tracks are opening up again is like I'm I bring Aiden and I and we ride together. But Heather now can't go with us because they don't allow spectators. Yeah. Which is weird for us because we kind of think it's bullshit. Yeah. Because you're 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 out in the middle of a motocross track. Where there's a bunch of people that uh. have helmets on and we're middle of open air. And there's a lot of this. That I think is bullshit. Groups, you know, so. Uh, just having you go with us and be around the van, the pit, I don't think we can even do. So it's very tough for us to have you go and help right, us. Right, because here's the thing. What if – What I understand is how are we going to do pit board? Like people bring their mechanic. They can't bring their mechanic? 
I don't know. Well, and if you're writing, and Aiden's writing, like, just like when we were in Vegas. Yeah, what if I get hurt? Right. Aiden can't drive. Right. So. What the hell? Who's here to take Aiden back home? I don't know. So there's so many gray area areas in this whole new process they're doing out here in California. I'm curious to see what you guys are doing in different states, but it, it, it's going to be a very difficult situation to get through for a while, and you just got to be patient. Heather is more or less um, doesn't have a lot of patience in these situations. I just no, I'm, I'm mellow. I have zero patience when it comes to this shit. Like we went cycling today, and just the people wearing masks while you're on a run or you're on a walk, it just I don't understand it. You're with the same people on your walk that you live with. Why are you wearing a mask? And then you see someone come close to you and you hurry and pull it up or you pull it down or whatever. I just don't get it. A lot of my friends make fun of me because I live a quarantine life pretty much. None of my life hasn't changed much. I don't go out a lot. No, see, and this is the thing. Like you, you haven't been out to really witness the weird shit that is happening out there. Like the grocery stores that are empty and... The people and like people are almost scared of people now. It's pretty sad. Like you walk down an aisle and it's like someone gives you a dirty look because you might come within three feet of them instead of six feet. And I really don't care. Like just do your thing. Leave me alone. Do your thing. I'll do my thing and go about your business. Right. I ride dirt bikes. I talk. I type. And I work out. I bicycle. That's my life. Yep. Non-quarantine or quarantine. No, well, we still see our friends too, and some people have just yeah. Completely... But our group of friends are pretty tight, so people are like, "Hey, I'm." Some people are on lockdown, like they don't yes. do shit. Like I'm still gonna go see my dad. I haven't, but if he would, I I would see him. Well, your yeah. dad's always yeah. My dad's sick. My dad has cancer. Yeah, but if he wanted me to come over or vice versa, we would do that. Um, so things are a little bit different. We're going to have to get through it together as, as you know, we always hear this shit on the news. Like, oh, we have to get through it together. But I think that's really going to have to happen. If you <sighs> want to pay it forward to someone, I like to do that at times, you know, try to just do something nice. Makes yourself yep. feel better. Helps the person out. I think it's really cool what they're doing with these goggles. They're giving it out to these nurses in the hospitals that maybe need that because they don't have the equipment that they should have. Yep. So very cool that these... <laughs> these companies out there are building goggles and have these nurses wear it. Looks weird because these nurses are wearing goggles, but it, yeah, it's a good situation. Hey, goggles work good when you're chopping onions, too. Of course, that's old. I know. That's uh, we have this written down. What? What are you most looking forward to going back to when we get to normal? The mall. <laughs> Shopping. Okay, explain, please. I mean, that's all you got? The mall? The Well, because that was like, that's my thing. I mean... I like to get a Starbucks and go to the mall and go walk around and try clothes on and buy some shit. And I can't do that. I can't go shopping freely like I used to and I miss it. That's it? Anything else? Mm, And not wearing masks. I just really want to go shopping. I think we're going to wear masks for a while, dude. Even when shit's open. I feel like that's what's going to be like for a bit. I'm going to come to a point where I'm not going to wear it. I don't care. Um, It's going to happen. 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 For me, I would say getting back to normal, going to the tracks, rolling in the gate, 
going over to the person, you know, your neighbor that you end up parking to, talking to him, bullshitting. Yeah, here's my thing. Like, people, so many people come up to you with the track because, hey, Kiefer, yeah, I got I'm a question. Gonna, if they want to come up, if you guys are out there listening, you come up to me. I don't care. I'm fine with it. Like, as long as you're not up in my face trying to make out with me, I'm good. Let's talk. Let's hang out. I'm, I just feel like I'm not going to change my lifestyle for what's going on. Mm-hmm. If you're sick, if you're feeble, if you have these underlying conditions, stay home. Help yourself. These other people that are, are willing to work and, and maybe risk getting sick, you know? Let them do their thing. This is America. Like, I just feel like shutting everything down, especially in the high desert, man. It's going to really screw up the high desert because we don't have a lot of economy up here. You know, everyone yeah. drives down to L.A. San Bernardino to work. Mm-hmm. So you pull that away from us. It's really going to hurt. So it's already hurting for me. If look at if you want to come up and talk to me and discuss dirt bikes, I'm always I'm not a 24 seven guy, but. That's what I'm there to do. I'm here to talk to you guys and have fun, speak what I feel like. Uh, you're just saying you're not going to be like, stay six feet away from me. No, I'm not weird like that. Put a mask on. Don't talk to me. No, I just I just want to do my deal. If, if you're sick, I feel like you wouldn't be at the motocross track anyway, right? If you oh. have a fever, chances are pretty good that you're not going riding. Well, I mean, I would hope some common sense would come into play. But then there's people that always have like a low-grade fever. They just run hot. I'm, I run low. So do I. So, um, what about uh, I get a, <laughs> I get a lot of questions about the sex part, mm. our sex deal. We've had. <laughs> Look, let me clarify something. Hold on, let me start this off before you just jump right into the deep end here. I'll just jump in. The <laughs> things that I share on Pulp, the things that I share on this podcast, the things that you and I share. Yes, people think, first question is, does Aiden listen to what you guys talk about? No, he doesn't. He doesn't listen to After Dark. Aiden's already in bed. He's already over. He might listen to Pulp for a little bit. And of course, listen, he's too busy playing Fortnite. (laughs) Aiden knows his dad. Aiden, I mean, I'm open book with my kid. If he has anything he needs to discuss, he can talk about it with me. Sex, girls, he talks to me about that kind of stuff to me instead of you. Because Mama Bear gets all tripped out when it talks about girls. so Not all the time. When sex is, I try to at least discuss it with you guys out there. It's a normal, healthy, human, everyday thing. We are here yep. to procreate, I feel like. Not to get biblical, but yes. Obviously, I have something. You have something. We've we've made it and created a child. <laughs> How did that happen? I thought the stork brought him and left you know? him on the doorstep. So I'm just more of an open book because most of the things that I discuss on this show or, or Pulp Show, we've been through or mm-hmm. you've gone through or maybe you haven't, but you eventually will. I'm a male. Males are pigs. We think of dumb shit. We always think about sex way more than women. Maybe some women are gnarlier than others, but... I'm just giving you facts. I'm giving you facts that are about men. And I would say 98% of us are the same. There are the two percenters that are different. Uh-huh. But Heather and I, we're not swingers. God, no. We're not going down and do it. So how this came about was I was riding in the des after a rain, and these kids come up to me and talk to me, and we're just bullshitting for 15 minutes, and he just straight up asked me, so – 
you and Heather swingers? I'm like, what? And I don't, I mean, remind me, I don't know this kid that great. I mean, I know him a little bit, but I'm like, no, like, no, we're not into that lifestyle, but that's not for us. Doesn't mean I can judge anyone else doing it. I don't care, but it's just not for me. All these role play things, these things that we talk about sexually, to me, that's just, that's like, I just explained to you before the show started. That's like me dressing up as my favorite superhero when I was younger as Superman. I, I'm not Superman. Oh. I just wanted to dress up like him. Like when we say, oh, I'm a cop. Or you do these role play things. It's just trying to keep your sexual appetite healthy. I've been with you for a long time. Mm. That's one vagina. And I do feel like at times, sometimes men aren't here to bone one woman for all of their life. It's tough. It's tough. Look, it, I'm not sitting here. I'm in love with you, and I love you, and I think our sex is great. Your vagina feels nice. I love it all. But that doesn't mean I don't think about other vagina. I know. That doesn't mean that I'm out, hey, let's swing. Let's go. I, I want another <laughs> vagina you on their dick. Like, let's swing. <laughs> swing. Look, we've done crazy cool shit before we were married, before we had a. We've all done d- weird shit. As soon as we got married, we kind of mellowed out. And I like to discuss sexual orientations. I like that. I almost like it as much as I like dirt bikes. Yeah, you do. Because to me, it's a healthy thing. And a lot of people are so scared to talk about it that they don't know how to deal with it. So when I discuss it with you guys out there, or discuss it on the show with Heather and I, I'm just being real. Heather and I do crazy shit in bed. I say dumb shit. And after everything's done, after I nut, and I'm sitting there, I look at you, I go, <laughs> that really was not going to happen, right? Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it's weird. As soon as the shit comes out, a lot of truth is inside of your body. Yep. At least for a male. And then if you love a woman and you're saying some gnarly shit and she's saying some gnarly shit and you're looking at her like, did you really mean that shit? Like. What you mean, Willis? What you talking so, about? This is all to me. I To me is my normal, I guess. Maybe it's not everyone. It's our normal. Might not be someone else's normal. Right. So. I just wanted to clear the air there, so in case you guys were wondering, because I even got some random Instagram comments like, hey, swing your kefir. I'm like, what? <laughs> you didn't tell me that. It's just, it's fucked up what people think of you when you're just honest and open. Right. It's just weird. They like, take people it to think, a whole like, oh, level. I know what that guy's like because he's talking about sex openly. He must just fuck everything, or Heather's and other dudes. Look. Right. No. There's way better looking dudes than me. I know. And I'm sure there's guys with bigger dicks and guys that know how to use them more than I do. I'm not king shit. And I'm sure if you fantasize that or you masturbated to that shit, I'd be fi- I'm fine with it. Like, I get it. I know. So don't feel like if you guys are out there in this quarantine, some of these, I talked to some of my friends, they're having sex less. Yeah. Because of stress. Jobs. Right? You're getting furloughed? Yeah, furloughed. Getting laid off? Not getting money. Sex drive is down? EDD hasn't kicked in yet. EDD? Uh, Trump didn't give you your, your fucking stimulus? Stimulus check. I, we haven't got shit. No stimulus for us. That's another re- reason why I went back to work. I filed for unemployment and got zero. So I'm like, well, I got bills to pay. and So try to understand the other side of your partner, he or she. Is Plus maybe- it's hard, too. If you're If you're... Home all the time with your spouse, plus your kids are there. Like, Aiden's always like around. Yeah, you got to stealth it. 
Right. Stealth sex is the only way to go when you're Or, or it's like midnight if your kid's not up playing Fortnite, and then it's, even then sometimes they're still awake, and you're just like, I'm just too tired. Let's go to bed. That happens a lot with me. It happens a lot. I grind, and I'm 40-some. T-levels are down. <sighs> That's facts. T-levels are dropped. Are those numbers? Are those... Are those true numbers? That's just facts. <laughs> Nugenics, bro. What's up? <laughs> T levels are down. I'm not as sexually active. I think about it a lot, but like if for you and I, twice a week, three times maybe if it's a if it's a busy week. Yeah. That's normal. Like I'm good. Like if I could have sex every other day, that's fine with me. Well, what's your peak hours? Like two to four? Yeah, it's gotta be evening time. Because by the time you get home, we eat, we hang out, we you know talk about it, and we watch something, and it's nine, I'm out, dude. Like, yeah, maybe Fr- that was my peak hours ten years ago. Friday night, we were in bed by eight o'clock. Literally, yeah. like we ate dinner, and Chris was up going, "I'm going to bed," and I'm like, "It's eight o'clock on a Friday." I'm just yeah, I just with this job, you got to be creative, and I think that fries my brain a little bit, and I'm just tired. It does. And you get home, you're tired. Heather, when we first met, wasn't this way. She was more, I want to go out. I want to experience life. I want to party. Like, does these things. I was super young, too. Right. But I just. I mean, you met me before I turned 19. Right. So I think you've been around me long enough that, like, just kind of adopted my lifestyle. I love our life. How's our life? Our life is wonderful. That's it? That's all you got? It is wonderful. (laughs) I mean, look, Friday I got home. I went back to the grocery store. I I braved. I was tribute and went out and got stuff for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then you took me on a nice cruise on the bike. Oh, KTM 390 Adventure. That's a fun bike. Yeah, I'm going to try and talk you into going out in a little bit. Mm-hmm. If it's not shitty out. Right. Which it looks kind of windy. But that's okay. We had a nice ride. Just the two of us. Then we came home and had dinner and went to bed. So I think we boned. Didn't we bone? I don't remember. I think we did. You were like half asleep when you actually woke up. A lot of these guys email me too and say, "How do I get my chick more sexually active?" Look, it's, it's a it's a tough thing. Like we can suggest, and I've suggested a lot of things you guys can do. You can pay attention to her. You can listen. You can ask her how her day was. You can do some chores around the house. You can make uh, less work for her with the kids. Whatever it is to help her get. In the you could mood. buy her like some sexy outfits. Yeah, but sometimes it's just not there, and sometimes it's it's a rough deal. Maybe. The, the reader question that we're going to read today is sparks up a lot of things close to home for yeah. for us. Um, so this is one of the ones I wanted to get to today on the show and really explain some things. But you can read it this time. Yeah. So basically, what we, I wanted to say in this little snippet is sometimes you would think, "Hey, we'll be having sex more because of this quarantine. We're all at home." That simply isn't the case. Life stresses get in the way, and also doesn't help sexual drive right and i would assume most of the people it's just it's it life is hard like when you have i would assume most people that listen to the show is in their 30s to 40s to 50s right well i mean like with us like you get up you directly come in here you start typing you've got shit to do you're doing a pod you've got to go test we've got aiden i go to work we both want to work out at some point in time during the day. I have to cook dinner. I got to clean the kitchen. Like, there's so much that goes into it. That's like we need like an extra 12 hours in our day just to get everything in. Well, and I think as you get older, it's just a natural uh, regress, I guess. 
sex drive goes down. And I don't, I've never even asked you this. What is your sex drive like now, 30s, going on 37, versus when you're in your mid 20s? Uh, it's a little less, but I think that I have a lot more, I have a lot more shit going on than I did when I was in my 20s. You know, I, I try to play this game with Heather every time she thought about sex, throw me an asterisk like symbol in a text. It lasted about a day and a half and I've got no asterisk since then. <sighs> because here's the because thing. Because I've always wondered. <laughs> this is the reason why I, well, I wanted to play. Hold on. The reason why I wanted to play this game, because I wanted to know how many times you more so women in general, but you specifically, how many times you think about sex during the day? And it doesn't have to be me and you sex or, or it could be a hot dude you thought about or. Or just a sex in general. I, I don't know. But just the thought of it. I was always wondering how many times you slash women think about it. Well, see, with me, I deal with women all day. So it's like my focus is on my client, you know, because I'm usually being a therapist like you are for most people. And I'm listening to their problems. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I don't really think about it. It's not that I don't want it. But I'm just, I'm busy. Like, I have to figure out, you know, a nail design and what color they want and what style they want and all this shit. And there's a lot of shit that goes into it. And so it doesn't, like, cross my mind because I've got other things happening at the moment. Okay. And then you get mad. And then you come home to an ugly husband. and that Oh, stop it. No, and then I get, I, I'll get a random text message Basement like, life. uh, guess you're not horny today. And it's like, well, it's not that I'm not horny. I'm just, I'm <laughs> fucking busy. Like, I've got... I would bet almost everybody listening to this has their husband or something. I bet you their dudes are trying to get their chicks sexed up. Like, hey, what's up? What are you thinking about? And the women just simply aren't at the level. Here's the thing. You will text me something, and if I don't reply or I come back with like a short answer, yeah, then I get, I get some shitty-ass answer back from you. I'm busy. I've got a client. I'm running behind. I'm trying to get done so I can get the fuck out of there and come home to you. But you keep like texting me and it's like delaying the process sorry i'm home alone horny well fuck exactly that's what i'm trying to get at (laughs) that's what i'm trying to do why don't you just be like sure yes or no do you want to fuck tonight yes or no not in sixth grade check mark the fucking boss circle one and send it back oh my god (laughs) anyway try to deal with it guys it's part of getting older i know it sucks i think about it just as much as i did back in my 20s but the act of it obviously is going to slow down a little bit and that's a normal thing some of these guys say i don't know if i'm attracted yes you are attracted to your wife it's just simple getting older and sex is not at the top of your food chain so to speak i have other foods at the top of your food chain. like i have other shit i want to do like yeah i know i have some in-home pussy i got it you're coming home yep i can do that every day luckily for me you're very available for that if if that's what i if i say hey let's do that you will yep unlike other people that we know yep that god i keep messing up your iphone uh what's your code here so just know that i'm thankful for (laughs) you being at least sexual enough to to have it because i know some dudes out there they don't have it oh that is fucked they they have it, but they don't have it. It's there, and they can't use it. It's like <laughs> having a new bike or new-ish bike in the garage, and you just walk by it, and you talk to it, and it doesn't do fuck all to you, and it just <laughs> sits there. <laughs> You're like, hey, you look really nice. You look really good. I want to ride you, and it just doesn't say shit to you. You're just like, well, shit. And you're like, well, I can't divorce you. I still love you. 
And if fucking 10 years goes by, you walk out to get a Coke and you look at that bike, you're looking real You got to blow nice. the dust off first. Looking cause... real good up there. Crickets. Silence. Nothing. You don't get nothing back. So the, I understand that. It's a, it's a rough situation. I couldn't be in that relationship. I wouldn't want you to be in that bounce. relationship. I'd be like, I'm out. If you, obligations for women, you got to fuck your dude. Fuck him, feed him. And shut the fuck up. Yeah. You got to do those I things. I pretty much do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, I have no, I have no complaints there. I'm just saying, these other guys, you got to come with your end of the bargain too. There's some things that you could be doing, and if you ain't doing it, you got to be. Listen, some women deal. are just prude bitches. You married it. I'm just saying. I know. I'm not. But I'm, I'm just, just saying. Why are dudes marrying chicks that are bitches? I don't know. If you're a bitch, why are you marrying it? You ain't changing it. Guys, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Your chick, r- okay, before I go on a tangent, oh boy. grab a pad, grab a notepad, write it down. Pros, cons. <laughs> Weigh it out. If the cons are more than the pros, get out. Bail. Mm-hmm. We just this had this is- conversation with someone else. We won't say names. Yes, but- get out. And don't have one pro have a really big weight. That's bullshit. Look, if she's got some problems that can't be fixed now, chances are high they won't be fixed later. Right. If you're having problems four or five months into your relationship, chances are high that fucking problem is going to be there four, five, six years in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Please, don't be blinded by the puss. Oh. Don't be blinded by it. Just don't. There's other... It's really sad. I'm thinking sad. as a man, there's other vagina out there for you. The chances are they're going to be cooler. It, I wish that we could talk to like the wives, like if they were. I want to talk to the people that we're talking about. I know, I know. I want to bring what, them on the show. That's what I was just saying. Like I and would get lo- their thought process, but I know. Oh, that you if can't we have them on here. Oh, it's gone. Seize up. They won't talk. I guarantee you, the guy that we're talking about right now. How it, many times? Uh, what's the damn code? You should know what the code is. It's what? my favorite number. Just say it. Two one. Yes. Zero seven. One mm-hmm. one. Okay. My favorite number. John Elway's jersey number and oh, my birthday. Barf. John Elway's a horse tooth jackass. Fuck off. He is God in the Denver Broncos' eyes. He's not God. I'll tell you Whatever. That. God's beautiful, and John Elway is not. No, but John brought us two Super Bowls. That's not great. You know who's better than that? Belichick. Oh Jesus. Anyway, Cheetah check. If we had that person on this show. <laughs> you would get yes, no. That's what you get. So I, I, I just wish I could find someone. If you have a problem, you're willing to talk. Email us. I'd love <laughs> to have you on the show. Let's discuss this. Just like on these reader emails. Yeah. So twenty one oh seven what? Twenty one oh seven eleven. All right, we're gonna hit up reader email here. We've had a lot. I got a lot, but this is the one that I would I picked. You know, some of you guys send the same kind of email in that we've covered either on After Dark or on the show. So I wanted to get something more meaningful and more deep. So here is this email. I am not married, but engaged and living together for a few years. You always hear through good times and the bad, sicker or poor, etc. But When you and your partner have clearly started to grow apart or life circumstances have set you 
heading in the wrong directions or different directions, when do you say enough is enough? There's no cheating or anything super drastic like that. Just shit going on and the connection isn't there. One person may be dealing with something and they just have nothing emotionally or physically to give to the other. And the other person whose love languages, I appreciate that, that's a book that I like, are physical touch and words of affirmation is struggling. That must be a man because that's typical man stuff right there. Yep. That would be me. Oh, there you go. And this guy is a guy. I am getting zero <laughs> that I need and have talked to my partner who says they just cannot give that right now because of what they are dealing with. What they are dealing with is understandably serious, but probably not going to change. I am not mad at my partner, but it's hurting extremely emotionally. I do not believe it can go back to how it was. How long do I try and be patient? In the end, if I leave... I'm the dick. There's a lot of moving parts in this this question here. So let's get to the first well, one. Well, he doesn't even really say, like, what what's going on with her. Like, She's just saying, he's just saying, look, she has a lot of shit going that's emotionally draining her. Whatever that is, okay? That, but, and I mean, that could be a lot of but things. But what he's saying is he can't help that portion of her life. And what that is doing is affecting their life. So what I'm saying is... His question, when is enough enough? So that's the first part of this. Mm. Look, you're not married. You don't have kids together. You, I've all, I've, some, one of my best friends told me this, and there's a lot of things I don't agree with him on, but I do like this phrase. I am going to give everything I can possibly give mm. until I can't do anything more, and then that is... When I know I can walk away from this relationship because I will not feel bad because I know that I've tried everything that I could do. Okay? Uh-huh. So, to me, that is saying something to this guy in this email. You only could do so much. You can't take, a, you can't take anything of her life and make it easier for her. So, you can do... All you can do to try to make her life better for your guys' situation and try to help hers, and if she's refusing your help or you say, look, there's nothing that you can do, then look, there's a time when you got to call it, and you got to have your own peace of mind, and you're going to have to go through hurt. I'm not a drug addict, never have been, but I can almost guarantee it's something like that feeling. You're addicted to something for so long. And you're going to have to get off of it or remove it from your life. There's Mm going to be a period of time that you're going to be fucked up and detoxing. And that is no different for a relationship. You left me. I was fucked. Mm -hmm. I lost 20 pounds. I didn't eat. I didn't do anything. Less than I do now, right? God, couldn't imagine going through that right now with all the stuff I have going on in my life. Right. But it gets better. That's what's yes. really hard to tell it's people. It's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're in such a dark You're place. in the shit, right? Mm-hmm. So that's all you see. Right. Hey, look, I love this lady, and I'm going to lose her. Is that worth it? But yet I'm unhappy still. Well, I'm unhappy in this relationship. 
here's the thing. If it is something, because we don't, we, he didn't specify what it is. I mean, she could be dealing with alcoholism, drugs, family, family, you know, maybe she went through a really, a really bad accident. Right. You know, I mean, it, it's really hard to pinpoint what exactly is happening. And, and each, I'm not saying that each one is. But let's 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 paint this picture for you. Let's say let's you're her, I'm this guy in the email, right? And I'm and I go to you and I go, look, I'm done. I've tried everything I can do for you. I I'm not getting what I need, and obviously, you're unhappy as well. See, okay, I kind of when you said that, like I kind of related that to the accident that we went through. And you let me do what I needed to do for a while. And then you basically said, look, if you're going to keep dwelling on it, shit is not going to go good for us. Like, And you didn't give me like an ultimatum, but in a way you kind of did. Like, It was kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, I better get my shit together and flip my shit. Well, what was this about? What, what happened? Your accident? Yeah, the accident. Okay. You know, like I was fucked up. I was... Should we tell people about that? I don't care. It doesn't do matter. You, and it's up to you. I don't care. So... Okay, Chris and I were in. When we started up? Yeah, yeah, I don't care. So this is something that happened to us last... July. Last July. I mean, this is something major that we really didn't talk about, but uh, um, this is fitting for this show. So we're, we're an open book here. So uh, we are coming back from Colorado. Like I said, we have a, a place in Colorado. Heather and I decided to drop my friend off at the airport that was there. We said, hey, why not just... Let's just leave from the airport. You know, his flight was at 6 p.m., I wanted to get some stuff done at home. Let's pack up, drop him off, and just haul ass home. I'll drive through the night. Mm-hmm. And mom we'll and Aiden make, stayed back. There's... Yeah, Aiden and her mom stayed back, and Heather and I were just going to go with Oreo. So we bailed. And Heather asked me several times, "Do you want me to drive at night?" And and I'm a little bit of a control freak. I said, "No, we're good. I'm good. I don't want you." Heather's. It's a woman, right? Let's just call it spade a spade. <laughs> <laughs> Women drivers are not the best drivers. Well, and you're worried about me, like if a deer pops yeah. out on the freeway, I don't know how you react, you know. So, I just know a lot of things that I right. could do during the night. So I plowed through the night. Well, and you relate a lot to things to racing and your reaction to things, right? So Heather, I don't race, I don't ride. So there's that. We got to Mesquite, Nevada. Um, Heather slept. I don't know, a few hours was in and out, a few hours. Mm-hmm. So I feel like okay, hey, I'm gonna stop at Mesquite. Vegas is an hour away from yeah. Mesquite. Uh-huh. Just drive to Vegas. We're going to get some coffee. It was like four in the morning and we'll be good. So I just gave the sprinter to Heather. Um, I just started to put my feet up on the dash and put my head on a pillow. Just started to take a nap. And then fucking boom. The loudest boom I've ever heard in my life. It, it just hit our sprinter van. And Heather's screaming. There's smoke coming out of the the hood. I'm I, I saw what hit the van. Um, uh, the last portion of it, I wasn't fully asleep. I just saw it. Heather's screaming, saying that she hit a dude. I hit a person. I hit a person. You know, we're doing 75, 80 in the middle of the desert. It's a two lane highway. It's dark as balls. And I just said, "There's no fucking way." I'm screaming at her. It's like you did not hit a person. There's no way. You hit a person in the middle of the fucking desert at 4 a.m. in the morning. There's no way. 
So I call 911. Well, I called 911. You call 911. Yeah. I, I get her out of the driver's seat. I pull the van over to the shoulder. By this time, another diesel stops. That's all that's out there is diesel trucks. Yeah, it was just big rigs, right? And it was dark. There's no lights nope. out there. Um, well, the CHP gets there 45 minutes later. Again, he has to drive past us going north to get back to the southbound because there's no exits. Again, in the middle of nowhere. Long story short, the cop comes up to us and says, you hit, uh, basically we had a silver alert for an elderly man that had dementia, and he's been gone for a day, and that's who we hit in the middle of the fucking night at 4 a.m. was an old 87-year-old man man Mm -hmm. and had dementia, and he just popped up out of the fucking road, and there he was in the middle of the fast lane. Yep. So that... Is basically what Heather's talking about. Yeah, that completely fucked us up. It, yeah. So I just I I went through it with Heather, but I didn't go through it with Heather because I wasn't driving. So and so I I kicked myself in my ass because I should have drove. Maybe I would have missed him. All these thoughts go through my head. We just she was in the truck twenty five minutes, if that. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, long. wasn't very long. Mm-mm. So and it was hard. It was it was really rough because my grandfather. Had dementia. He had dementia and Alzheimer's, and he had taken off several times in the car, and they found him wandering on I-25 in Colorado and up in the mountains. So it really, it really fucked with me. It still fucks with me to this day. I haven't even driven the Sprinter. I, right. I refuse to drive it. I don't want to drive it. I mean, Chris is lucky that he actually even gets me in the Sprinter. Right. But so I had a rough time with that, and it was it was really bad for. I don't know what a good couple of months. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. I mean, uh, we took a life that we didn't mean to take a life, and even though he had problems and he was older, it doesn't. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. Heather hasn't. No. And of course, Heather blamed herself, and it wasn't her fault. Even the 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 report and everything came out, and it says, "Look, it's not your fault." The where the lights were compared to where he was, he crouched down and popped up. You know, just. Nothing that we could have done. We were in nope. the wrong place at the wrong time, and it was a horrible fucking situation. And but it doesn't take the fact away of how you feel, right? And so I was back to the story. Like I was really fucked up, and I mean, like I wasn't really talking. I would just cry. I didn't want to drive. I would go to work and put on a happy face. And Chris finally is like, "Look, like if you don't." pull your head out of your ass. You're really, you're going to fuck our relationship up. And it was kind of like an eye opener. I'm like, Oh shit. Like I don't want to fuck my marriage up because of what happened. Like it, it's an accident. Well, it I felt basically bad. It wasn't so that I, 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 no, but you, I offered her, you need to go see someone and talk to someone. And it, you know, and I've had, I have my cop friends, same thing. And even the cop said, Hey, do you want to go talk to someone? Because it's better to talk to someone when things like this happen to get it out. So I've offered that to her, and I said, look, if you're refusing that, which you did, you didn't want to do that, no. I go, you can talk to me anytime. I'll listen, and I'll just shut up. But at some point in time, and I'm not saying – I'm not giving you really a timeline. Right. It's just at some point in time, you have to know as shitty of a situation that was, mm-hmm. that was an accident. Yes. Could you imagine if it wasn't an accident, and I was you know, doing something I wasn't supposed to right. do, and we clipped him on the side of the road or something, right. then that would have been horrible. And obviously, mm-hmm. we'd have been punished for that and everything. But 
with this situation with this guy that you're you're talking about in the email, yeah. This is this is what I'm saying. It's like I we don't know what they're what she's going through, and I just feel like he really needs to try and be there for her or get her help or whatever it is that she needs. Maybe- and if she doesn't want it. And you and you're doing all you can, right? Then then it's okay to like walk away. But I mean, and if, if she you thinks just you're a dick, then that so be it. Right. Nothing you could do. I right. tell these guys that break up with their chicks, like all the your time. friend. If you don't put in a hundred and fifty percent and try your hardest to make things better, make things right, whatever it is that that she needs, so that you get what you need, then you know. You... Go ahead. You all jacked up now? Yeah, I'm kind of fucked up. Sorry. So basically, I'm asking this guy in this email to say, try your hardest, man. That's all you can do. Right. And then you can't make your life suffer for this woman. Right. She's got to help herself at some point in time. And then she's going to have to realize what's important to her. Right. Is your life with you important? It's time to shit or get off the fucking pot. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. You go through all the stuff. You have your support system, but a support system can't be a crutch. No. You got to fucking fight and get your shit back in line. Yes. So if there's a family problem that can't be resolved and you guys are going to move apart, then she has to go do her thing. You got to do your thing. You never know where life's going to take you. Exactly. Otherwise, you know in your heart of hearts that you were a good dude and you tried your hardest. That's all you can do. And she knows her situation was, it's a fuck situation. And- she has to do what's good for her. Yep. And maybe this is. A breakup sucks. Period. Yeah. You're not going to break up with someone like, yay, okay, thanks. All right, handshake. Have fun. Be good. And, and you're going to be good. See you on the flip. Yeah. You're going to be fucked up. Yeah. And you're going to have to ride it out. Ride the fucking wave, man. You're going to be sad. Use your friends to help you up. Don't sit around. Do shit. Go ride a dirt bike. Do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Meet other people. You never know who you're going to meet. How many times have I been sad because I broke up with a chick? And I'm like, that's it for me. I'm never going to meet anybody else. And here's the thing, too. Maybe sometimes you just need that break to realize what you had and what. Maybe she's going to get her head out of her ass right. and you get your head out of your ass and find out what's really Look, important. Chris and I went through our shit and we both did shitty things. And that six months that we took apart from each other and did our own thing and whatever made Made us way better in the end. Everyone has everyone has a story, things, and it's how you get through it. Some people don't. Yes, plain and simple. And you come out. I don't want to say better, but you come out in a different way, and that could lead you into another relationship Correct. that's better for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I have. God a... forbid if something happened. Yeah, I'd want you to be happy. I know I talk shit. I say you better not be on the inner dick after. <laughs> but if you did. I'd, I'd understand. You want to be happy. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, you can't sit here and sulk all your life. No. I want someone honest and, and hardworking for Aiden in you. Right. Right? Yep. So, you never know who you're going to meet. It's not the end of the world. You're just going to have to go through that breakup period, that shitty part, and that is the hardest thing to do. Don't text. No. If you're going to break up, break up. I don't know how many fucking times these dudes... Break up with their chicks, but they still have this texting thing going and on. And don't have sex with them because yeah. that's just not going to help don't the say, situation. Oh, we, just, we just have – it's just fun. No. <clears throat> Attachments. Get out. Right. Break a clean break. If it's going to work, that's the only way it's going to work. 
Clean break. Yep. Detach. It's going to hurt. You're going to fucking lose weight. You're going to throw up. You're going to be sick. It's going to hurt. And you know what? You might detach and you might be like, I really don't miss her. Like You never know. But you got, if you just keep it around, it's not going to work. You're not going to be happy. Nothing's going to get resolved. She's not going to resolve her issues. You're still going to be unhappy. You're going to be stressed out. Right. He doesn't say how old he is either, does he? Because that's the other thing, too. It depends on age. I mean, if you're like in your 20s, you got your whole life ahead of you. If you're like late 30s, 40s, you know, you want to have that person to settle down with. So if you can sit there and say that you have given it you're all and you have tried every avenue therapy help maybe couple counseling maybe go to church i don't know that helped for our one friend he found jesus and now his life is a yeah, lot whatever better. works for you it doesn't matter what it is like, right you know, you know but you have to know in your heart that you've given it you're all and that if you do break up with her she's gonna think you're a dick but you're while. gonna know deep down that you tried 110 percent here's the thing i always tell i told aiden this if if you do everything right, they know. Women know. Mm-hmm. Let's say you do break up with her or you leave. But deep down, they know everything that you've done for them. And if it was the right way, yes, you might be a dick for a little while. But I, I'm telling you right now, they'll come back. Mm-hmm. They'll think about it because they'll experience other bigger assholes. And they're like, huh, my original asshole wasn't such a big asshole, <laughs> was he? <laughs> They'll all come back. If you're a nice guy, you're not a dick to him, you don't put him down, you don't say, fuck you, you're a piece of shit, that's bullshit, I'm out there, you don't need you. Look, just be cool. I understand your situation. Our situations are different right now. We can't meet in the middle as of right now. Let's go our separate ways. Right. I love you, you love me. No harm, no foul. Not to be a dick, but it's probably best if we don't talk. Find yourself, get your stuff taken care of, right. and hopefully we can meet again. Mm-hmm. It's nothing is forever. No. People always think, that's it. I'm done. No, you don't fucking know what life's going to do. Right. You, you can no always idea. say, hey, let's take a month and let's just separate for a month. Stop texting. I feel bad for this girl. I don't even know what her problem is and I feel bad for her. Yeah, like, Can you be more descriptive what the problem is too? Come on now. Like I, I We're giving you fact, hard facts over here. You're giving us this vague bullshit. Right. Whoever you are. Right. I just, I feel bad because what if... What if her problem's like really serious and he's just like an asshole and he doesn't care? No, I have a feeling that if this guy was an asshole, he wouldn't even email me. You know, yeah. he has a he has a big enough heart to where he's emailing us and concerned about what he can do. Bigger assholes won't even do that. They're like, I'm out. Fuck That's it. true. He ain't emailing me, you know? Like whatever it is, just really Guys, really try women, hard. Both sides. Figure out what's best for you because you're not gonna be good to anyone if you're unhappy. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. If you feel trapped, oh, I have to be here before my kids. Your kids are not going to grow up as good as people as they can be if. That's so weird. Like the people that are just like, I don't really want to be around my kid or oh, I got to go home and be around my wife. I don't understand that. Like I love coming home and hanging out with you and Aiden. I yes. understand that, but not everyone's like that. I know, but it's just, it's so weird to me. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell these people listening is like, look, be happy with what you got. And if you're not you need to work on getting it better or you got to fucking leave. And then if you have kids and your reasoning for staying as kids. Don't do that. Look at your kids going to see through that eventually of how unhappy it is. Yeah. And that is going to be inside of them. I was one of those kids. And you're going to be depressed Mm. and you're going to be shitty. Maybe that's why we're like the way we are because of the way we were brought up. 
Yeah, but I was brought up with a loving family. And even though my mom and dad got divorced, my mom was disabled. But my dad never left my mom. Like, yeah. my dad took care of my mom. See, my dad was always, like... <sighs> we kissed each other goodnight. We said I love you. We did the things that more... I, now that I'm older, I see a lot of these families that I... These friends that I hang out with, they don't, they don't do that. Right. Well, my mom used to always come in and tuck me in and kiss me even until I was 18 before I moved in with you. Yeah. The moral of the story is in the email, just please try all that you can do. And then once you've exhausted everything that you can Every do, avenue. you should feel okay about, I need to do something for me. Right. It's okay to do something for you. Yes. It's a cliche saying, but you have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. And mm -hmm. if you don't like who you are at the time being with the chick, it's not going to work. Right. And so, just, just try to have a little patience with her. What? Whatever she's dealing with. Just a with. little patience. I mean, you had patience yeah. with me. Oh, my God. Don't do that. A little patience. Stop. Yeah. Just for that, you're taking me on a ride now. I've been walking the streets oh, tonight. babe. Stop. Just trying to get. That's a great song. Who sang it? It's hard to see with so many around. You know I don't like. I don't know. Hold on. Is it poison? Oh, my. <laughs> okay, so if I get divorced, people, you know why I'm getting divorced. <laughs> because my music Because her music trivia completely shitty. sucks donkey nuts. Hard. Wow. I want to play. Hold on. Stand by. Fill the time, babe, with some air. Do something. Fill the time with some air? Fill the oh. time with some talking. Uh, so, oh, dear Lord. I don't even know what to talk about now. Come on. All right, here it is. Here, it is. You can't mess with this song, dude. Here he goes. Here it is. Here it is, people. Can you hear it? Oh boy. You know this one? Yeah, you play it. I don't know who it is though. Guns N' Roses, Patience. Oh. Whatever. This is a great song just to leave this podcast with. <laughs> just have patience with your people, especially now during the time of quarantine. <laughs> or for those of you that are in states that are open and not on the stay home order, congratulations. I'm envious. This has been Coffee with the Kiefers. Been very Out of context deep. at some points in this show. Oh, it's very deep in this show, too. But we try our hardest just to be us and to help you guys out. If you guys have questions, heather at keferinktesting.com. Yep. <laughs> I'm still all right to smile. Oh, my. God, it's a good. God, guns. I got chills. This I love this song. Dang. Thank you, uh, emailer, for uh, making me think of this song. Wasn't time when hope we I helped him. Sure. I hope he listens to our advice. I love Guns N' Roses. Oh, Axl Rose. You know what? I, up. Listen, we're going to a concert in September. People it's, don't like that. It's two of my. People don't want to. I don't care. It's it's two of my favorite bands ever in life. Goo Goo Dolls and Lifehouse. And the way it's looking, it's not going to happen. And I'm really going to be bitter. Would you go to a Guns N' Roses concert with me? Fuck yeah! Little patience with a jean skirt. A short little jean skirt and a crop top. Just like a Guns N' Roses ripped tee? Yes. I need sick. to lose about 20 pounds first. I'm, I don't care. I'm still in. That would make me horny. That would make you horny? Yeah. All right. Like a full 80s, 90s chick? Yeah. I'll have like Smoke 20 bangle bracelets reds. on my arm. Smoke some reds? Uh, maybe menthols. <laughs> we'll just use menthols. We'll keep it low. Remember when me and you smoked menthols? I do. How about hey, some Swisher Sweets? People trip out on that. <laughs> Because people know me, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty straight edge guy. I don't drink, I don't do anything, 
and I smoke menthols with my wife or my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, your girlfriend. Yeah, and what, what do we have? A Taurus. What was that? Probe. My Ford Probe, a yeah. blue Ford Probe. We but I the had the, the, the on the on the hood of the Probe. I didn't have the round. I had the round one, not the boxy one. So it was kind of cute. It was Can a good first car. Uh, what did we listen up. to for music? What was that? Uh, we were listening to... Um, Counting Crows? No. Third Eye Blind? Nope. Um, oh, not Oasis. Um, uh, you don't know. Yes, I do. I'll t- uh, Incubus. We were listening to Incubus. That's a good song. Drive? No, this song. I'll play it right now. Wish You Were Here? Yes. That was a good song. Wish You Were Here. What happened to Guns N' Roses? I thought we were listening to Guns N' Roses all the time. So that's been Coffee with the Kiefers, everybody. Hope you guys enjoy it. Email Heather at KieferInkTesting.com if you have any lady questions or Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. Label the subject title. It's a good song. Turn it up. You and I sitting out in the front yard, our feet up on old white lightning, smoking some Marlboro menthols. It's a good song. Staring at the stars. God, I can't believe I smoked menthols. <laughs> what was I doing? Why were we not drinking? What? I didn't like drinking. I didn't like. Oh, I probably wasn't even twenty-one yet. Chris took me out for my twenty-first birthday. He took me to the Olive Garden. I ordered a Midori sour. Actually, you ordered me a Midori sour because I didn't know what to I order. Fucked a lot of bitches on Midori sours. Just want to let you know that before you. I had a. Uh, uh, Shortly after that, I got impregnated. Was it Midori's that did it? No, shortly I after that. My toes into the sand. That's a good song. It's a good song. Looks like a thousand. Um, yeah, that was a good time. Menthols, probes, and Olive Gardens. Great. <sighs> and Midori Sours. Oh, man. Blue Parrot, going to the club. Before my time. God, I did a lot of cool shit back then. That's why mm. I don't do anything now. Because I just ran the table back then. Can you fucking live and your... I was an ugly son bitch, but I think I just made chicks laugh. And I think <sighs> they're like, this dude's ugly, so I might just help him out. When I met Chris, he was wearing baggy jeans. Silver tabs, Levi's, don't hate. And he had... Silver tabs were... Maroonish purple hair. And it was long. Like, not long, but like long and shaggy. Yeah, what's up? You liked it. You, it, it, it real Do you remember where we went for a first date? Del Taco. No, we did not go to Del Taco. I took for, you to Del Taco from the, the beauty That was school. not our first date. Our first date was at... Oh, uh, um, yeah, Red Robin. Yep. Yep. Clucks and fries. <laughs> Hi, Dez. Hi, Dez, peeps. <laughs> I try to tell Aiden, I go... When are you going to take your chick on the first date when you drive? And he's like, I don't know. You told me he didn't want to drive. That's what he said. I don't know if I even want to drive. What is wrong with kids, dude? I just wanted to drive. I wanted to drive. As soon as I turned 16, I was like, I'm going to get my license right now. And I did on my birthday. I got my license. Oh, I didn't. Anyway. uh, I got my license. If you're listening to this, Paige Craig, I like how you're parenting with the the shit on your uh, arm. (laughs) The little jagger. That's awesome. That's Listen, shit we're laying heard. in bed taking a nap today, and I'm like asleep, and I just hear Chris laughing. I'm like, "The hell are you laughing at?" He's all, "Oh, at Paige, she put shit on Jagger's arm," and it wasn't I'm like, "What shit though?" It was it like was something Hershey sauce. But she was on the toilet. You can just go look at her page. But she's on the toilet, and she asked Jagger for toilet paper, and Jagger gave her some toilet paper, and then she wiped brown stuff on his arm, and he looked, <laughs> he looked down. And he's like, what is this? She's like, it's poop. I'm sorry. And she's like, he's like, Ooh. he starts freaking out. Oh, that's great. That's parenting, people. That's why you have a fucking kid. Right? Yes. Just do that kind of shit. And to get you water and stuff when you need it. And do heart uh, yard work. I, he better have done my dishes. All right. All right. Coffee with the Kiefer's May Thanks edition. for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. If you guys have any subject matter that you'd like for us to talk about or 
Let's get you involved in the show. Let's have you on. Let's, oh. Yeah. Do we yeah, have? Yeah, the, we're capable to do that. I was going to say, do we have the capability? Yes, we have the capabilities. Let's do a call. Call in. That'd be a great show. Next episode, let's do that, people. Coffee with the Kiefer's call-in special. All right. I'll notify people what time we're doing this, and we'll do a little live call-in, and we'll talk about uh, what you guys want to talk about, whatever it is. Instead of emailing, send those emails in, but phone in. We'll have a little... Well, wait, how about they email us, and we'll pick the good one, and then we they can like give us their number or whatever, and we can... Okay, whatever you want to do. We whatever. That's yeah, whatever. too. Just email Heather and bug her, because i got enough motorcycle questions to answer. And if I don't answer, I'm sorry. I'm really horrible. I'll, I'll ride her ass on it. She'll, yeah. she'll answer you. Don't worry. If you guys want any merch, we got merch. Oh, we don't have any larges of anything. So no larges. All right. We're restocking. So if you want merch, Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. Well, we have shirts. We have hoodies. I'm making some new hats that will be here next week. We'll have hats. I hope they're better than those last ones. Yeah, they're better. They don't ba- They don't have that like tip thing on the top. like the little. Are they like stuff. legit trucker hats? They're yeah, not they're like trucker chats, but they're like good ones. They're like new era. Okay. Hats. Snapbacks? Yeah. Like new era snapbacks. So those Sweet. are nice. I'm excited. So hit up Heather. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back next month. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. And hopefully we'll be doing some of these live shows coming soon again too. If this Phoenix stuff goes off and we have some races at Arizona. Hopefully. Really? Live shows, maybe? I hope. I hope we can get some people out and uh be around people. And fuck it, let's do a show with masks on. If that's the case, I don't care. I'll do it just to just to have a show. So I miss being outside. Yeah. All right. See you on the <laughs> flip, y'all. Bye, y'all. Don't forget, just a little patience. Take me on a ride now. Yeah.